What up? What up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It is our second show of this afternoon, and we're going to be talking about the big news between Javonta Tank Davis and Eddie Hearn. Obviously, Eddie Hearn, the promoter of Matchroom, uh, not only USA, but UK, obviously, and uh, partnered with The Zone. The reason Eddie is involved is because he has made a $10 million offer to Javonta Tank Davis that was leaked online. And Eddie and Tank both confirmed that the offer was real. Uh, they just both had different uh, feelings on that offer. Definitely uh, not on the same page. But Tank Davis is scheduled to face Hector Luis Garcia. January 7th, today, their press conference just kicked off two minutes ago. So they're in Washington, D.C. as we speak, kicking off the press conference. A lot has been announced on the undercard. You're going to get Rashidi Ellis versus Royman. Let me see. Ellis will be taken on. All right, so uh, you'll get Rashidi Ellis versus Royman Vija, who is a puncher, but also suffered a loss to someone who isn't a puncher in Los Monchi, Mexico. That being said, heavily rumored Demetrius Andrade and Damon Nicholson will be on the undercard as the quote-unquote co-main event. You also have Jerron Ellis going to be taken on Karen. We'll stop there as not to butcher his last name. Uh, he, I don't know where he hails from, but I'm pulling him up in the rankings so we can find that out. And I'll actually get our iMac to do the job. Oh, Karen is 147, and he should be highly ranked in the WIBF. Excuse me. There he is. He's number cuatro. So let's see what the uh, what the MacBook comes up with. Karen Chakatayan. Chakatayan. There you go. Somehow he gets the assignment. Now, heavy rumors that it was supposed to have been Stenonius. Um, I think... Ennis even did an interview and said that it was supposed to be Stenonius and he doesn't know what happened, but we all know what happened. The WBA mandated Stenonius and rather than lose his position, he's going to handle his mandatory with Virgil Ortiz. And he posted on his social media yesterday on Facebook a long post uh, letting us know that he hadn't posted in a long time simply because he knew people were going to want answers and he wasn't able to give us those answers until now which still isn't much. He basically said him and Virgil had not been able to come to an agreement, so it's going to go to purse bid, and he still is confident that the fight gets made. He is aware that Virgil could just drop out if he's not happy with who wins the purse bid or with the percentage of the split, depending on what the purse bid offer is. But he, Stenonius, is optimistic that he will remain in that Virgil Ortiz fight. Um, so Ennis now has to face the number four because the number three 
and the number two are vacant. So number two vacant, number three in the IBF is Virgil, who's now in quote-unquote negotiations with Stenonius, the WBA regular chair. So Ennis on the undercard and Boots, uh, obviously, excuse me, Boots taking on Karen on the undercard. Uh, you got Tank taking on Hector Luis Garcia. You got Boo Boo Andre that, wow, he gets another shot. Al Heyman is a super nice guy. I didn't think this would happen. I mean, I don't even know what Boo Boo has, right? Like, he's just undefeated at 60 or 68. Brings no belt, though. So Al... Uh, definitely showing that he's a nice guy. And also, I mean, I think it's obvious because he's giving him a tune-up. Like, let's be real. Who, why would Andre need a tune-up? He's been in tune-ups for five straight fights over there on the zone. I mean, you would literally have to argue who's more popular, Jason Quigley or Liam Williams. And if we made a poll, I'm pretty sure the third option would be neither, and that would get more. It's generated. But uh, the emails have been sent, so I will screen share this. Let me get a screen share, fellas. This is the alleged email that Javanta received. It says, Dear Javanta, further to our messages confirming you are no longer under promotional contract, we would like to make you the following offer for your next fight versus Ryan Garcia in February, March 2023 on zone pay-per-view. Guaranteed purse of a U.S. $10 million plus the pay-per-view bonus to be agreed. Looking forward to hearing from you. As I said, I am in Cleveland this week and would be happy to fly you out to discuss face-to-face. If he was in Cleveland, this was obviously for the Montana Love Show, and Eddie was ready to do business. Uh, we're good on a screen share, and I will bring up another. Um, nope. Give me a sec here, because, uh, yeah, Tank, uh, old Tanky wasn't too happy with Eddie coming out and revealing that he was offered $10 million, but he had his own shots to fire, let me tell you, and uh, made, it, made it quite clear that, um, you know, he didn't need Eddie, but here is Exhibit B, which is Tank's verified Instagram with the email. So, he leaked it himself, okay? So then you got, you know, uh, someone here, Gilberto, saying, how Hearn sent you an offer and he got nothing to do with Ryan or DeZone? Weird. Obviously, I put and because my man, you know, didn't. But the point is, you know, people like to say, well, why is Hearn sending an offer for Ryan? He's got no piece in the pie. Well, obviously the zone's giving him authority because it's tank leaking the $10 million offer from Eddie. Okay. So that being said, we're good on a screen share. Um, 
I got to find like one more that's, I thought I already had it, where uh, he basically gives you his reason for turning it down. Oh, I think we have that. Let me double check here. Yes, we do. All right, if we could get this uh, screen share. And uh, he says, if you're talking about, why did you try to continue a boxing fight when you knew a fighter was dirty? Eddie Hearn, not to mention, buddy, sent me an offer for Ryan. Some shit I already, I'm already making plus more. So, basically... Um, you know, he's saying that Eddie sent them an offer, but he's already making $10 million or more, let alone for the Ryan fight, right? Um, and this is based off an ID boxing tweet where Eddie responds to Gervonta's tweets. And obviously, this is Gervonta quote tweeting, once again confirming the $10 million offer from Eddie and also indicating that he's receiving more than $10 million. Now, there is another one. Thank you. There is another one where he makes it clear why he didn't take this particular offer, and I'm not 100% sure that I was able to get that screenshot. You'll just have to take my word for it unless Rob is listening and can send it. Because uh, basically he said that that offer had four hands attached to the pot. And, you know, why would he take that when obviously no promoter and things of that nature, he's going to make more if uh, he didn't take that offer and he goes the route that he uh, eventually went. So that is... That I do have to find that last tweet just to close it out. I don't know that I will be able to get it. But once again, hopefully Rob can send it, but he seems to be a little tied up. But that's pretty much the gist of it, man. Um, which is crazy because Tank made it clear to Devin that he's the highest paid in the division. And that he makes, I don't know, I think he said five or three times the amount that Devin does. And now it's being revealed that not only was he offered 10, but he's claiming to be making more than 10. Now, obviously with Terrence Crawford making 10 million to fight uh, David Avenesian, it can't be that far-fetched for you guys to believe that Javonta Tank Davis, who obviously is a pay-per-view attraction, not star, attraction, um could be bringing in those types of dollars uh, when it comes to his purse. Uh, quite possible, in my opinion. But uh, we do have the phone lines open. Once again, the number is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Go ahead and press 1 one time if you want to voice your opinion. You want to give us your thoughts on today's topic. Pardon me. And uh, we need to come up with a poll. I think we got to keep it as simple as do we believe, right? Because it, this is about him rejecting a $10 million offer. So we all know he's probably going to get more 
than send to face Ryan anyway. So it becomes the question is, do we believe Tank is making more than 10 million, which is a lot, let me tell you. But remember, Crawford made it seem like it wasn't when we just had him on the show. And we'll put yes, of course. All right. And what else? Uh, what other answers should we put? Um, we'll do no. Ten million is a lot. Ten million is a lot. Um. And can we say, maybe for the Roly fight, not, will we say maybe Leo, maybe Leo or Roly fights? Maybe, let me see if I can slide in the 10 so it's not 10 M's. And now, that fits. All right, so I don't know. How's this option of maybe 10 million? Oops. All right, you ain't going to get no four. That's for sure. Unless we do it, no space. So maybe 10 million for Leo or Roly fights. And the reason I say that is obviously Leo was a four-time champ. You know, uh... The numbers make sense. You know, I think he did like 225,000 pay-per-view. Oh, right. I think he did like 225,000 pay-per-view buys uh, is the number. So times 80 bucks, talking 18 mil, mm, sponsorships and things like that. I mean, it, it could be possible. The Roley one... We never got the actual number, uh, but out here in Vegas, it's been definitely one that people have talked about as a success in the gyms. There's been heavy rumors that Roley was paid handsomely and that he gave his trainer a huge bonus. Um, there's been heavy rumors that, you know, Roley uh, came out of that very, um, or that that he came out of that in a good place because the executives at Showtime were happy with him and everything that he did. And obviously, you see everything that is being done for Tank in order to get this Ryan Garcia fight. So it looks like they're happy with Tank as well. So uh, Roley, on the other hand, plenty of people calling him out. Keyshawn Davis, I mean... Everyone is talking about him. So, you know, to assume that it wasn't good, um, I don't know. You know. Uh, okay. So I got... 
Not tomorrow available. I do have Friday, Bill. Friday is available. And I need Bill in. I can't believe we haven't had Bill in this new uh, new studio. He's been totally busy with them two fights. We need him in here. Um, but, yes, let's see where our poll is at. Do we believe Tank is making more than $10 million? Yes, of course. That's 37%. No, $10 million is a lot. 57%. Maybe $10 million for Leo or Roly fights, 6%. So, I think I got it here. Okay. And sorry for the silence, but I was trying to get this English interpretation for a tweet, right? Because promoter Eddie Hearn had this to say in reply to Tank. But I'm like, bro, what does this even mean? And, and, and does this pertain to Tank? But according to my UK producer, it does because, and I quote, One segundo. It was replying to Tank going at him during the England versus Senegal game, uh, World Cup game. It's Coming Home is a song we sing here about us winning the cup again. And uh, so Eddie replies to Tank, who obviously you can see in the tweet, and he says, with all due respect, it's coming home, so I'll speak to you later. Meaning, like, stop getting at me on Twitter. I'm watching the football game. So shout out to Eddie Hearn. Like I told you, man. Um, smooth operator and a uh, very good talker. You know, I, I, I do appreciate uh, the way that he articulates himself and the way that he can get uh, in front of a camera and handle a crowd, man. And, and let's be real. He's given us two topics to talk about here on the Boxing Voice in one day, you know? Eddie's out here doing his job, man. Uh, one of the greatest promoters, whether, you know, we agree on that or not, in a short time, he's made his mark. Has he, you know, done the best of jobs when it comes to uh, making a, a, a splash here in America? Probably not. But in terms of a global promoter, I don't think that uh, anyone else can hold a candle to him, right? He's, he's putting on uh, successful shows in, in many different countries and uh, probably has the best broadcasting deal uh, of any other boxing executive and or promoter. But looks like Ringwalk Danny has joined us. What up, sleepyhead? Nah, I was uh, running errands, chat. Oh, okay. What up with you? Nothing, man. Just uh, like I said, bro, getting at this show and, and, and all the content that Eddie gives us. I just smashed that thumbs up button. I hit it from 51 to 52 because somehow there's 209 of you and only 53 thumbs up. Meanwhile, there's 74 votes. So literally 24 more people voted than hitting the thumbs up. When you should be voting and hitting the thumbs up at the same time. Same and time. Then actually subscribing 
helping us get to 160,000 subscribers because right now I believe we're at about 159,000 and about 500. So we need about 500 more of you to tell a friend to tell a friend, tell another friend that we're transmitting live from the Blue Wire studio out of the Wynn Casino. We're talking Tank Davis. And Danny, I got a poll going. And I'm asking, do we believe that Tank is making more than $10 million? Now, obviously, Eddie has offered him $10 million plus with pay-per-view upside, obviously. Well, $10 million guarantee, but plus because of the bonus of the pay-per-view upside. Something that Tank turned down, claiming that he's making more than that already. And there won't be four hands in the pot. Um, but I'm asking myself, man, is he really making more than that already? Or does he mean I'm making more than that when I get that Ryan fight? Because Eddie's offering him 10 million guarantee for the Ryan fight in February uh, or, or March. So how are you interpreting it? Meanwhile, this is tanked at leak, the email of the offer. Right. From Eddie. So it is real. No, I think he's absolutely referring to the Ryan fight. You know, um, because that's <laughs> that's what Eddie offered. So um whatever he's getting for that April fight or April May fight with Ryan is gonna be pretty lucrative, uh, I think with Showtime. And he's been doing pay-per-view, they continue to put him on pay-per-view. So obviously Showtime has that confidence. Um and Al has that confidence in in what he can do and how much he can generate them. Yeah, man. Um, We've seen. I mean, you know, he puts asses in seats. So, no, I mean, listen. If if Al's a smart businessman, he's also an advisor. And and let's be real, Javanta, according to the email and according to Javanta himself. He is not with Mayweather Promotions. He is not with a promoter. So if the money was as good as some people may think it is, Al would have let him go get that money. Just like he's let Jacobs, just like he's let Laura, just like he's let Trout. All these fighters have crossed some sort of metaphorical street to go get that bag. That being said, they obviously feel they can put on that show with Tank and Ryan and do more for Tank than $10 million, And that's why Tank is saying that. But I'm still asking you in the audience, is there a way that he made $10 million for Leo or Roley? Because I know you and I have heard plenty of rumors in these gyms of how well the Roley pay-per-view was. Now, have we seen numbers? No. And I don't mean you and I. I mean us in general. There's been no reports, right? Like, I haven't even seen the insider's report on that pay-per-view, or have I missed it? No, I think that's the one that we <laughs> all can kind of agree on. Nobody really reported. But there's heavy rumors that Roley received bonuses and gave out bonuses, and people were happy with him, and, uh, you know, he's getting return fights. And, and it does look that way. Everyone and their mama's calling out, Roley, um, from people across the street to prospects to contenders to everybody. Let's be real. I mean, we had Barrios who said they friends, but he'd get it in there if that was what was offered because they understand what Roley brings from a it's marketing a standpoint. It's a business at the end of the day. And obviously, uh, it seems like 
gentlemen who step in there with Tank um, seem to have a positive outcome afterwards. They seem to get Pitbull Cruz some popularity from their fight with Javante Davis and, you know, seem to have, like I said, a positive outcome for Roley that is having um, a number of options calling for you. So now let's see what happens. The, that fight was a minute ago, champ. It's been a minute. It has, but he did suffer a devastating knockout. He was turned into a meme. Mentally, he's got to get over that. And that's what we talked about. A lot of these fighters, they deal with mental, you know, illness because of the tweets, the comments. These sections are terrible. You know, how many people you think patted him on the back and said, hey, good job, you sold the shit out that fight. You had Tank on the back foot. Instead, how many people said, ah, look at you, all that shit you talk. Right. No, you know it, what I mean? Absolutely correct. But at the end of the day, it's like, are you going to... He's still talking shit. He sure is, because at this point, there's no turning back. So now it's like, you got to get in there, champ. You got to get you a fight. Oh, and I'm sure that he's is. I mean, there's been things rumored. Um, why they haven't happened, I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, again, I think Earl has changed the landscape of boxing, at least on that PBC side. You can't talk as much as Roley and have things to say about Earl and that you want to fight Earl and then ask for a tune-up. You know? Um, maybe that's what it is. You know, look at look at Earl. He he influenced Colbert into almost taking that Frank Martin fight. And I'm sure that Michelle was influenced by Earl because if, if Martin was not attached to Earl, why would Michelle be taking that fight? You know? Money. Again, but if 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 Frank wasn't attached to Earl, Martin wouldn't have money. Oh yes, correct. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't be bringing money to 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 make Michelle an offer like that. It's it's because it's a man down promotions fighter. But if you haven't already done, uh, gone ahead and voted. Go ahead. We're asking you: Do you believe Tank is making more than ten million? We're also talking about the fact that Eddie offered him ten million plus pay-per-view upside to do the fight with Ryan on the zone, which Danny, that's a topic in itself. Matchroom has nothing to do with Ryan. So this is further indication that the zone is heavily in the bed with Eddie and he is uh, more than because he's out here negotiating, you know, cross broadcaster fights and he's not even part of match a uh, golden boy. Like this is a golden boy fighter. No, for sure. And, and 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 how does that feel for your man Oscar? Like publicly now, Eddie's out here arguing with Tank about an offer that he made for a fighter that doesn't belong to him, which means the zone gave him the authority to do so. So Oscar looks shit like the little brother. Uh I'm sure he's used to it by now, champ. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, but if there was a point where this fight didn't seem like it could possibly get made and Eddie came in and made the fight, like if that would have been the thing, 
I'm sure Oscar wouldn't have cared. I'm sure he would have been cool with the fight being made, no? For sure, man, for sure. Um, and speak- I, I mean, would he have been cool with the fight being made? Yes and no. Like, yes, because financially for the fiscal year, you're going to make some, you know, positive money. But in the media, it took another promoter, a rival promoter, to come make the biggest fight for your company. Nah, it don't look good. Nope. Nope. So, uh, speaking of Javante Davis, him and Hector Luis Garcia had their first face-off. And, uh, yo, Hector, the, the, the noticeably taller man. Was I mean, not height, ex- height don't win nah, fights, sure. man. Even though Height just won that fight in the Hollywood fight, it don't win fights all the time, man. No, you are absolutely correct. Just taking a look at some of this. Where are you seeing it? Showtime's uh, Instagram? I'm sending it to you. I'm sending it to you right now, Nas. In case you do care. The screen share. And remember, you can call us and give us your opinion. We're using Blog Talk. Our normal number, 1425-569-5241. Press 1, one time. Voice your opinion. Right here, the voice of the people hotline. Uh, we give you your opportunity to call in and express not only uh, your frustrations, but, you know, maybe it's time to celebrate. Maybe you got it right. Maybe you knew Tank was making $10 million or being offered $10 million or whatever the case may be. Call in. Let us know your opinion. Looks like we got someone in uh, the BX. Double check this. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Okay. What's that? What's that? So uh, after the face-off, you know, they're, they're taking After pic- party? They're taking the pictures, and Javante, like, pretends to kind of, like, you know, put his fist right there, and Hector's like, nah, but, you know, he kind of, like, laugh it off. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a thing. It was yeah, cool. no, Kenny Ellis has some good energy as well for uh, Hector. You know, I mean, at least in my opinion, I think it was it was like, you know, a shot fired, obviously, but it was also funny saying that Hector, they're going to go beat up the uncle before they beat up the nephew and Ryan, saying Hector, Luis Garcia, obviously, is the uncle of Ryan Garcia. Looks like I got Harlem World on Blog Talk. I don't want to go to you, champ, unless you're like ready to rock and roll, so... If you can press that one, one time, that'll let me know that you do want to talk and that you're not just listening at work or, you know, doing your thing. And for you guys in the chat, I'm actually going to go ahead and drop the phone number in the live chat in case you want to call in and it's give us your opinion. 425 465-569-5241. And like Ness said, you do got to press one one time to let us know. So, I mean, you don't think Oscar would care because the fight would have gotten done? Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. Mm. I mean, you know, sometimes... With- what about what about the fact that the cat's out the bag and now, you know, his contemporaries, the journalists know, I mean, the world knows that, like, Eddie's sending offer on behalf of your fighters. Will they ask... Oscar, you know, his his feelings on it, that's another question, but we'll have to uh we'll have to wait and see. For sure, for sure. If you guys haven't caught our live with Juan Francisco Estrada, 
versus Roman Chocolatito. Please do so. It wasn't the normal live fight chat as we were live from Glendale, Arizona in the very uh, prestigious and official AZ Blue Lounge where it was uh, privately rented out for a select few. It was about 50. We thought there were going to be about 100 or maybe it was 100 and we didn't notice because it was scattered. There were people in... Yeah, I mean those booths type things. Yeah, there was a lot of room. I don't know. Uh, definitely not a hundred. Yeah, I mean because we had some people that didn't show like Porter and Benavides. Right, but he. Uh, I want to say it was probably closer to fifty. Uh, very intimate, very private, as Ness was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, it was a very good time, bro. Be able to see, you know, the fans and the champs uh, mingle and open bar. It was open bar. It was open buffet. Did have the buffet. They did have the buffet. Yo, very good fruit, let me tell you. I, they did have the Chipotle wraps. They did have the They chip- did have the, the soft chewies, not only chocolate chips, but oatmeals. Oh, you actually grabbed the cookie? Fams, I'm always smoking. How can I not? Matter <laughs> of fact, man, yo, shout out to Hardeen, the best dispensary right here in Las Vegas. If you ever in Las Vegas or flying into Las Vegas, make sure you stop at Harding on Desert Inn. It is the best. Why? Because they have over 130 strains. You don't understand what that means. Like, ladies, you understand me because you guys love wine, right? And you don't just have red wine and Moscato and Pellegrigio or whatever the hell they're called. There's a million of them and you can have a million different cups of wines because they all have their very distinct, different tastes, smells, and they all make you feel a certain way. Some are uppity, like me, and then some are down, like Danny. Like you know me, what I mean? Yep, exactly. You get those that'll, that'll melt you into the couch, man. So once That's again, exactly shout out to Hardeen, shout out to Jesse, shout out to the best bud tenders, too. Look, I mean, at least go over there to check out the fine ladies, I'm telling you. Make sure you tip them, though. But whatever. Don't be cheap. Check them out. Get yourself some uh, Wiz Khalifa Kush or something like that. Had some uh, Blackwater OG myself this morning. Oh, yeah. No, listen. This last last run was nice. All smooth, high quality, you know. Even based off the twigs. You know what I mean? Like, I love when I can break it up and the twigs are snapping. I don't like them big, fat you know, uh, outdoor-grown twigs. No. Give me my my, my, my my bud and my flower grown under LEDs, baby. But I got a couple of callers. I don't know if it's a blue wire thing and y'all don't know how to press one or y'all think y'all pressed one. I'm going to go ahead and go to you and see if you was available. Okay, there goes the one person that knows how to press one. Shout out to you. Don't do nothing else. I'm just going to my sheet. Like Santa, checking my list. Checking it twice, about to find out who calling on the nine tonight. I meant to say the line tonight. <laughs> Messed that up bad. Yeah, that's that hard, Dean, coming down. <laughs> Yo, we got Alex from Puerto Rico. Yo, it's been a minute, man. What's going on? Miami, Puerto Rico. What's up, bro? Bayamon, I hope you're calling in to tell me all about um, Piñera. Nah. Piñera. Oh, 
man, nah, you guys bro. got a you guys got a woman. Nah, nah. She just caught a body in, in in Puerto Rico over there. Her name is something Piñera. Stephanie. Stephanie Piñera, bro. She just bodies oh, uh, this girl from Las Vegas that we know dropped a bunch of times. But oh, what's up, it, brother? Check, Talk check to us. She, she's from she's yeah, bro. I'm, I don't know if I'm like a little bit off topic, but I, I just watched that Devin Haney and and Shakur uh, live, and I don't know if you guys talked about that, but that was crazy. The way Shakur was like, "All right, let's do that. Let's me and you, Bill. Let's go to top rank and fucking say to to Bob, um, you can you can have Loma to step aside and we can fight right now." I I didn't expect that. I always thought that they have some like mutual agreement behind closed doors to fight maybe at 140. But it from that interview, it, it seems like they like Shakur wants it right now, bro. And I was like, what? It's crazy to me. I don't know if you guys watched that. No, we had what well, we well. It was always obvious that he wanted it, though. It, he, you know, he, he said like he wanted it right now, and Bill was saying like. It was a publicity stunt because if he really wanted, he said, like, he got our number. He can just call us and, you know, but they have talked privately. So that's why he was saying, like, he was it was a publicity stunt. But Shakur was like, bro, don't say that because that makes it seem like I really don't want the smoke right now. And I do want it. I just thought you guys had a already a fight with Lomachenko. So I'm I'm just waiting my turn, but I, I want it right now. And he was like, pretty much like, he was telling Bill, like, let's go, bro. Let's go. Let's do it right now. And Bill and even Haney, they, they were trying to, like, calm things down. I, I know Haney's not as scared, but he wasn't in the same energy to me. He was like, all right, bro, chill. Like, when we get to fight, it's going to be for all the marbles and all that shit. But but it was it was a different energy to me. Like Shakur really wanted it right now. He he was like offended that um, Bill was insinuating that that he didn't want the smoke right now. But mm. yeah, anyways, like yeah, man, I, I don't I'm know if I want that fight Bill right on now, him. bro. Like <clears throat> I I don't know if I want that fight right now. I was like man, because Devin Haney looks a little bit drained in 135, and I. Man, I, I wish that fight happens a little bit down the line. To be, and I'm I'm not one of those guys that like to push fights, but that fight is so good that I don't know, bro. Like I don't know what why, what you guys think about it, but Shakur was saying like, let's go right now. Say you don't have to fight Lomachenko, just tell Bob, let's do it. And, and, I was like, and what do you think bro, would happen? Bro. I want to know what you think would happen. Do you what, what do you think? They go, let's hypothetically say it went down just like that. Shakur, Dev, I, I always, Bill. I always thought just out of, yeah. Just, just from watching them sparring, like, I always thought like Shakur is a little bit ahead. But it's, I don't know, bro, because Haney, he, I, I think Haney is a beast and he's just bigger. Um, more experience at 135 and I don't know but I don't know if it's the weight is gonna affect him because he's he looked drained to me even though he's like with a nutritionist and all that you can tell like he his body is growing so I don't I don't know I think it's he should move up to be honest and and just wait for Shakur to 
to take over 135 and then they can meet, I guess. But I don't know, bro. That That's really a 50-50 fight to me. Like, I think they both beat Tank, to be honest. I don't think Tank can beat them uh, unless he lands, you know, the haymaker. But, but I think it's going to be unanimous decision for both Shakur or, or Devin. And that's why Tang is so pissed off when, when Blue Blood was saying that shit. He was like, hell no, bro. Like, none of them niggas can fuck with me. I'm like, bro, whatever. But anyways, bro, I, I hope you guys have a good day. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm just listening to the show. Great show as, as, as usual. All right, champ. Thank you. Appreciate the call. All right, thanks, man. For calling in. Let's see who we got. That is it on the callers. Don't forget, you can call in and give us your opinion. Number to call, 1425-569-5241. We're about 206 votes in. Asking you, do we believe Tank is making more than $10 million? And I wasn't specific, Danny. And even though I wasn't specific, 36% still believe yes, of course, which means they're not thinking only Ryan, they're me, they're thinking pre-Ryan, like myself. I, I feel like there's a strong possibility that he made 10 million for Leo. You know? Um, they sold 225,000 pay-per-views at 80,000. They don't have to give 40%, you know? There's definitely money there in pay-per-view buys. There's money there in sponsorships and advertisement. I don't know. That, that fight took place in Texas, so no, no state tax. You know, then you got ticket sales. I don't know. No, definitely possible. Definitely I, I think possible. that one is possible. But 51% say, no, $10 million is a lot, which it is. But Crawford made it seem like it's not. And, and, and Canelo gets paid like it's not. But well, then again, we all thought it was a lot when Crawford, Keller Plant got it. Crawford just, you know, asked you and uh, if you felt it was life-changing money because, you you know, you had to... Oh, it, it for, for, for me and my family, it's it's absolutely life-changing. Or generational. That, that was the word, generational. For me and my family, absolutely. I won't allow them to make mistakes with it. You won't allow him. No. No. While I'm alive, I'll do make smart decisions so that, you know, when it's passed down, it's already a well-working well machine. So, so what you're saying is you're not taking the money and going to DR to build something out there? Uh, not unless it's a resort that's accepting American dollars from tourists left and right. <clears throat> you know, with liquor licenses to sell booze. So, who we got next, champ? Well, we have Ringwalk Danny. Because there are no callers. But. Why do they do this to us? Because it's a new, it's a new um, time slot, man. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. And, it, and it's an unusual one, right? It's like Pacific Standard Time, everybody's on lunch. Which, in theory, you should be able to call in during your lunch. But then on Eastern time, it's like that hour right before you're about to get off work. So you're scrambling to get everything done before you leave so you don't leave late because you don't get paid that OT. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Ringwalk Danny, that's GTO. Instagram and Twitter. 
Yo, don't the forget I do need another 500 subscribers We're right there We're at 159,475 So it would be fantastico If it, within one month We knocked out two of those subscriber goals Now we already got to 159 And I think we made it nearly to the halfway point rapidly So shout out to the little guys the little Yeah Francisco and them They did their thing People must have enjoyed our lives And uh, having us out there You know Did I tell you Who's the commentary team For Terrence Bud Crawford's fight No you did not okay. No sir Well I will do that Do you know Lupe Contreras Ring announcer Of course Okay Do you know Zab Judah of course. Super Zab Judah? Yes. Well, he's going to be the behind the scenes and insight and the backstage interview guy. Okay. Todd Grisham will be your lead commentary with the crew, Paulie Malinaji and Antonio Tava. Mm, the let's dream go. team. Let me tell you, they killed it. Let's go. I've always wanted them together. And obviously, you know, they've been doing that now with Pro Box, but this is crazy. They they get to call a big fight together. That's a good, good, good commentary team. Like, Antonio and Paulie are, for real, for real, two of the best analysts, commentators, former champions that, that are doing this. Let's be real. And then, uh, I don't know if you know this person, but... Cheyenne McCargo will serve as the undercard scoring voice. Never. Yeah, no, not, not sure who well, that is. Why didn't get my man Marcos doing him like that, man? Marcos got more... How about pop? More umph to him? I mean, and I think people know him, right? Huh? No, absolutely experience at that. But nonetheless, catch us tomorrow morning. Manana, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. We are the Boxing Voice on all forms of social media and wherever podcasts can be found. Yes, sir. Catch us. Peace. Peace.